Welcome everyone to Resurrection Life Church in Cadillac, Michigan. Thank you for joining us today. We're so glad to have you with us, and we pray that you encounter God's goodness through the message today. Today, I believe God is going to um, meet your needs. Uh, you know, we all have needs, and I think all of us can say um, that, that we believe that God is a God of miracles. Today, we just call it, It's a Miracle. Say, It's a Miracle. And suppose I ask you to name the greatest miracle that took place ever in history. Well, when you read the Bible, you'll find that you, you can see, have a lot of miracles to choose from. God parted a sea. He rescued three from a blazing furnace. He shut the mouths of lions demolished the walls of Jericho, blind eyes were opened, lame men leaped, people walked on water. As a matter of fact, there were so many miracles in Jesus' three and a half year ministry. Mark says this in John 21, 25. He says, Jesus also did many other things. He says, if they were all written down, I suppose the whole world could not contain the books that would be written. Do you see that? I suppose if all the books in the world could write the testimonies and miracles of Jesus, all of them couldn't even fill, couldn't be filled with the miracles. Isn't that crazy? To me? That, 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 that is amazing to me. So, so many miracles, but none of these are the greatest miracle. The greatest miracle is the miracle of the resurrection. It's the most important miracle in history, and it is the center of our Christian faith. When Jesus rose from the dead on the first Easter morning, he showed people and shows us today that the hope that was spoken about in the gospel message was real, and so was God's miracle-working power. And I believe his resurrection, no doubt, provides the greatest distinction between all of the religions. See, Christianity stands alone in its claim to provide power over death destruction, addiction, sickness, oppression through a risen Savior. There's no Easter celebration in Islam. There's no Easter uh, in Judaism. There's no Easter in Buddhism, Taoism, or any other ism of this world. Jesus is unique. Christ alone is risen from the dead. Revelation 1.18 says, he says, I am the living one. I died, but look, I'm alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death in the grave. Christianity is the only religion where God himself reaches down to save us. All other religions are man attempting to reach God through their own good works. Study it for yourself. Jesus alone saves so Paul describes the resurrection miracle as the greatest miracle, and he says it this way in 1 Corinthians 15. If you have your Bible, you can turn to 1 Corinthians 15 for a moment. Um, it's a great, great scripture, verse 17. We're going to have it up here. Also, it's on your phone if you have version. but let me read this to you. It says, if Christ is not alive, then you're still lost in your sins, and your faith is a fantasy. It would also mean that those believers in Christ have passed away, who have passed away, have simply perished. If the only benefit of our hope is in Christ is limited to this life on earth, we deserve to be pitied more than all others. But the truth is, Christ has risen from the dead as the first fruit of a great resurrection harvest of those who have died. 
For since death came through a man, verse 21, Adam, it is fitting that the resurrection of the dead has also come through a man, Christ, even as all who are in Adam die, so all who are in Christ will be made alive. That's awesome. See, even though we can't go back over 2,000 years ago on that first Easter morning, we can experience the power of the resurrection today. The power of a life changed through Jesus. The power of someone delivered from an addiction. The power to restore a relationship, a marriage. The power to heal a body. The power to fix the mind. The power to heal a soul. The power to save a person. All are signs of his resurrection power still working today. And all are, are signs that miracles still happen today. See, I still believe in miracles. Do you? Good. Let's build our faith. See, and this miracle, the resurrection, is the gift that keeps on giving. So I want to help us build our faith today to, to receive a miracle. So miracle is defined this way, a, a, a distinguishing mark and proof of God himself. can also be translated as something beyond one's power, something too difficult to understand, something so wonderful, and something so extraordinary. And listen, I'm all for apologetics, which is basically a smart guy explaining the gospel to another smart guy. But it doesn't compare to a miracle. Something beyond one's power, something too difficult to understand. See, when a miracle shows up, it's a literal manifestation of God in our lives through the Holy Spirit. It's an encounter with God that, that results in signs and wonders. I always think of that word wonder. In other words, when a miracle shows up, it's going to make you wonder what in the world just happened. See, we all need a what in the world just happened, don't we? We all need encounters with a risen Savior, from small ones to big ones. They all leave us a bit dumbfounded and amazed. And I remember my first, the first miracle I witnessed. And I was a brand new Christian, um, didn't have a church to go to, and I saw this guy on television. It was Pastor Bill Trim. Um, I think he's retired now, but he looked really cool, and I want to go to his church. His church looked huge. So I go, I find his church one Sunday morning all by myself, and it was a big church. But they weren't in the big church. They were actually renting a small room in the big church. About 100 people packed into this room. I thought, oh, no, man, this is going to be interesting. First time, full gospel, charismatic, Holy Ghost church. <laughs> Remember, I didn't go to church growing up, so this is all new to me. So I walk in, I sit down, and worship starts. It's great. The, the, my kind of music, it was like a gospel, R&B, it was so good. I, I loved it. I was loving the music, incredible worship. And about halfway through the worship, I noticed there was a guy uh, a couple rows ahead, about six foot four, six foot five, just real tough looking, tattoos everywhere, you know, and, and, and he, was, he was, all of a sudden, he began to weep uncontrollably. I thought, what kind of church is this? He's weeping uncontrollably. And uh, he couldn't stop. And I thought, man, this is, what's gonna happen here? The, the music fades down, and all of a sudden, you could just hear him. He could not stop crying. I thought, what is going on with him? Someone help the dude. All of a sudden, the pastor says, hey, what's going on? He says, couldn't even speak. He goes, my leg just grew. My, he goes, took his shoe off, and his shoe had a heel about two to three inches 
more than the other heel. He said, he said it was, by the way, it was one of his, I think it was his first or second time at church. He goes, my, my, my leg just grew. And so I'm, I'm listen, I'm new. I'm, I'm like, what is going on here? He had length, limb length discrepancy. He had an extra two to three inches of rubber sole on his foot. And he proved it, he showed it. And during worship, as he's just worshiping God, he feels his leg all tingly and hot. And all of a sudden, he's like, do this. <laughs> and he could not control himself. He was so ecstatic. He was so amazed. He was so dumbfounded. He said, what in the world just happened? That was my first experience. And I thought, God, if you can do that then, you can do that anytime. By the way, it was kind of interesting. We, we, um, this is, I just met Emily. Uh, we weren't married yet. And so I went over to her house for Sunday dinner. And their church is a little different. They don't believe in miracles, really. I mean, they, at least I don't, didn't, didn't. So I just saw everybody believed in miracles. And I've sat down, getting ready to eat some roast beef. I said, you're not going to believe what happened at church today. Oh, my goodness. A dude's leg grew. <laughs> and they went, oh, hey, no, none of that stuff here. No, God bless them. I, I get it. I thought, I thought everybody believed that kind of stuff. Listen, I didn't know. I didn't grow up in church. This is all brand new to me. But I'll tell you something. I'll tell you right now, I witnessed a miracle. I witnessed a bona fide, true, literal miracle right before my eyes. I know God's real. Because when you experience a miracle, you become more convinced. We've seen miracles in this body, in this church, uh, throughout all the time we've been here. Um, we, we've, we've witnessed um, shoulders healed. We've witnessed um, just incredible uh, miracles of provision. It's just incredible. I, I just know that God still does miracles today, you guys. Same God yesterday, same forever. So Paul said this in Romans 15, 18 to 19. He says, Yet I dare not boast about anything except what Christ has done through me, bringing the Gentiles to God by my message. And by the way, I worked among them. Look at this. Verse 19. They were convinced by the power of miraculous signs and wonders and by the power of God's Spirit. In this way, I have fully presented the good news of Christ. In other words, it's really not the full gospel presented if there ain't a miracle. Like God wants miracles to happen. I'm gonna show you why today. He wants miracles to happen in our lives. <clears throat> so I'm believing for God to do something wonderful, powerful, extraordinary in your life today. Because miracles prove God. Miracles are that distinguishing mark of God. So why does Easter draw so many people to church than any, any other Sunday? Because People deep down still believe in miracles. And people deep down know that they still need them. So today I want to ignite your faith for a miracle, my friends. Let's start right here. First of all, know this. Miracles are unlimited. Say unlimited. God has more than enough to go around. Your problem, your circumstance, your struggle, it is not too big for God, for nothing is impossible for God. He has plenty of miracles to go around. Look at this in Job 9, 10. Even Job talks about it, man. He says, he, God, performs wonders that cannot be fathomed. Look at this. Miracles that cannot be counted. Even Job says that. In other words, miracles are unlimited. Let me say it this way. They're literally waiting for us. 
There is no shortage of them. And listen, they are not random events. This is so important. And the reason why I say it is because in the Bible, there's a story of this, of this guy who was crippled and, 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 he, um, and there was this pool of Bethesda. Maybe you've read it before. And, and every once in a while, an angel would come down and stir this pool up like a hot tub and stir it up. And when the, when, the, when the hot tub got going, it was an indication that whoever's sick would jump in the pool and they'd be healed. It was amazing. So they would wait by this pool over and over and over again. They, they would try to get close and they never knew what was going to happen. And one day Jesus shows up and he sees the guy and he says, hey, what's going on? He goes, well, you know, nobody helps me. Every time the pool, every time the angel comes, nobody helps me get in. Is that right? Really? Hmm. Well, do you want to be healed? Well, yeah, but Jesus, every time I'm here, I'm trying to tell you that every time the pool spins around and the angel comes, nobody helps me get in. Nobody helps me. It's their fault. <clears throat> do you want to be healed? Jesus, I'm trying to tell you that every time, <clears throat> this, is what, this is what Jesus says. He doesn't lay hands on him. He doesn't wait for the pool. He doesn't command an angel, okay, hey, angel, come down and stir the pool so uh, Johnny can get in there and, and get healed. He doesn't lay hands on him. He just says, he says this. He says, get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. He doesn't drag him into the pool. He says, get up. <clears throat> and, the, and immediately he was healed. Now, what does that tell me? Listen, miracles are not random events because Jesus is the pool of Bethesda. Jesus is the living water. Jesus says, he just says, I'm here. I don't need to take you over there. I'm right here, young man. Get up and walk. And he was healed immediately. So miracles are not random events, my friends. They're unlimited. Jesus is the living water. See, there's an unlimited supply of miracles, but here's the truth. Sadly, not much asking or demanding. Now look at this, demanding, that's right. Did you know that the word ask means to demand? It means to crave or desire or demand. And I wonder how many miracles are missed in my own life simply because we or I am not asking or not craving or not truly desiring a miracle, even, listen, demanding it sounds so weird, but listen, God loves a bold, confident request or demand. Do you know that? God loves it when we come to him boldly. Look at Hebrews 4, 6. Hebrews 4, 6. So let us come boldly, look at that, confidently to the throne of our gracious God there. Where? There, his throne. There we will receive his mercy, will find grace to help us when we need it most. You all know my affinity for cats. God bless them. Listen, I'm being a little sarcastic. Listen, it's not that I don't like them. And I know I'm going to get emails again from you cat lovers. It's not that I don't like them. But cats can be very demanding. See, when I get home, my dog comes running to lick me on my face. She, my dog, Maylee, was, was, was just so uh, excited to come from when I get home. I mean, she'll scratch me and lick me, just so excited. But my cat, she just sits there waiting for me to come to her. Her name is Zoe. She's demanding. See, when she wants to climb on my lap 
or meow right in my ear when I'm just in a zone working on a message or praying or whatever, when, when I'm, I'm in a zone, she wants to come and, and, and meow in my ear or, or get on my lap or wants me to do something for her. So just the other day, I was in the zone, I was writing some stuff down, I was, I was excited about what God was teaching me and, and sometimes just watching a basketball game. But, and she'll come and she'll want to get on my lap. And I say, no, not today, not today, Zoe. Sorry, not today. I'm busy, not today. And then she'll kind of look at me and look around and kind of rub her, her face up against the pillow and then, she'll, and then she'll try it again. Not today, Zoe, not today, not today. And she did that over and over again. You know what happened? I said, because you didn't give up, because of your determination. I said that. Zoe, I'm going to give you a miracle today. <laughs> Hop on the lap. <laughs> Here's the lap. So she was like, woo. But, I, but I, said, I said, you know, she didn't give up. And I said, I'm going to reward you for it. But listen, this is the way God is. When you are determined, when you ask, sometimes it's one ask, two ask, three asks, three requests, excuse me. There, 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 are, there are sometimes we just determined and persevere through it because God does want to reward us. Listen, sometimes the first request is good, but, but God says, no, I, I, need to, I, need to, I need to get grow that faith. Go it again. Come on, give me a second request. He's not dangling a carrot. He's increasing our faith. See, sometimes we give up after the first request, and God says, no, 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 that's not the way it works. Be persistent. Be like Zoe. Be like the cats. She only gets one miracle a year. That's it. That's it, Zoe. <laughs> Sorry. Emily is a miracle in my life because I, per I was persistent. You know, I didn't have a lot of confidence when I became a Christian. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm down, I'm hurting. You know, I'm, I'm not sure if, you know, if God has a gal for me, a helpmate comparable. And, and I remember God began to build me up. He began to show me in the, in the verse that it's not good for man to be alone. So I made him help me. He said, it's good that you found a wife. You know, all these things. I'm like, hey, this is good. This is really good. So he began to build me up. And, and all of a sudden, uh, one day I heard the scripture, if two of you agree on earth as touching anything that you ask, you shall have. I said, well, right there it says, if so, so he says, you got to go pray with someone. I thought, oh my goodness, who am I going to pray for? I had one dude I, could, one dude I could pray for. Now that was humbling because I, I came to him more and I said, I said hey, uh, I know this is kind of weird. We don't really hold hands or pray together ever, but uh, you mind praying with me or for you know, just humbling. He said, yeah, let's do it. So we, I don't know if we held hands, but anyways, we were really close. And, we, and I pray, I said, Lord Jesus, I'm persistent. I know I'm not good alone. I know you have someone for me. And Lord, we're gonna pray. And I'm gonna believe this verse by faith. And two weeks later, voila, Emily shows up. That's clap worthy for me. I'm like, you don't have to clap. Listen, if, <laughs> I'm married way up, there's no doubt. Um, But I had to press through some things. I had to believe God's promise for me, right? So let me ask you this. What's your bold, confident request to God today? Because he's got an answer. He holds the miracle. But the million-dollar question is, will I ask? Will you ask? Will we make that kind of demand with God? Miracles are unlimited, and miracles prove God. See, I love to pray for miracles. I love to 
Just when someone's going through something, I say, oh, this is sweet, man. I love that you have an impossible situation because I can't wait for God to show up and and do something. I love to pray for miracles because those miracles make God stand out. They prove God. And they prove the love and character of God. By the way, John 3, 2. After dark one evening, a guy named Nicodemus came to speak with Jesus. He said, Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us Your miraculous signs are the proof or evidence that God is with you. Do you see that? Proof. As a matter of fact, I believe all miracles point to God and prove his resurrection. See, in this verse, Jesus points Nicodemus to the miracle of being born again by giving him a picture of natural birth. So he's given him. Because I think, I think a child being born is one of the greatest miracles, obviously, and, and it points to God because sadly, many, but many don't see it. Many don't see that amazing miracle. If someone just took 10 minutes to really investigate how a child can live in a womb for months in water and darkness and be completely protected and provided for, they would see a miracle. And if you think about the human body, the way our organs work and the various parts work together, how could one not believe in God? See, I did not evolve from a tadpole. I did not evolve from an animal. I was created by Almighty God. Human existence did not happen by coincidence. I do believe in the Big Bang Theory. A big God said, bang, and it happened. He said, let there be earth, bang. He said, let there be life, bang. He said, let there be all living things, bang. See, miracles are all around, and they prove God. And they speak about God's love for us. They speak. Miracles speak about God's love. See, when Jesus walked on the water, he was saying, I have put the storms, the waves, your troubles, your struggles under my feet. When Jesus caused the demons to flee, he was saying, I have all authority over every kind of devil and what he tries to ever, every addiction, anything you'll ever go through, I have all authority and now I give it to you. See, when he opened the blind eyes, he was saying, I open your eyes to the Son of God. When he made the deaf ear, he said, now you can listen and hear the word of life. He made the lame leap so we could walk in purpose and destiny. And when he parted the Red Sea, God was saying, I will make a way where there seems to be no way. And on Friday, when it looked impossible, when all hope was gone, God made a way where there seemed to be no way because Sunday came and the stone was rolled away. See, amen. You guys are tapped in. Miracles prove God. And listen, this is why we need to pray for miracles because miracles make believers. It's one way to get someone to believe in Jesus, a miracle. So pray for one. Pray for as many as you want so that others see what God can do. And more importantly, who he is, look at John 2, 23. So we're winding up here. Now, when he was in Jerusalem, Jesus, at the Passover, in the feast day, many believed in his name, look at when they saw the miracles which he did. When? When? Miracles make believers. It, this one story that you're going to hear probably multiple times dur- during the year because it, it just it, it dumbfounds me what happened that day. 
We have Maley, our, our dog, and, and, and then uh, out of the same litter came Brody, the boy. Um, and Brody went to my sister's house. Now, my sister, Michelle, loves dogs. She actually rescues dogs. She rescues greyhounds. I love my, the heart of my sister um, and, and brother-in-law, you know, willing to do that, take these abused animals and, and bring, them, bring healing into their lives. It's so awesome. So Brody gets into her life, and he's a rambunctious little guy. And, but all of a sudden, as the months went on, she noticed that he started limping. And he, was just, he was on three legs, happy as a lark, but limping, you know. I thought, oh, what's up with that? So she takes Brody to a vet, and they take an x-ray, and they find out that Brody's uh, leg is actually growing at a 90-degree angle. So that, it just crazy, his bone was growing curved down. And so that was the reason. So the doctor said, well, I'm going to have to break it, and we're going to have to do some surgery and break it, and, and, and eventually it, it, it may work out for Brody. And um, it's gonna, you're going to have to drop two grand on it, two grand to do that. And I thought, man, I mean, it's not like they had two grand laying around, but I thought the fact that they would do that, she was going to do it because I'm going to schedule surgery. I said, wow. I said, you know, you know, now don't get mad at me when I say, listen, he's got three legs, he can make it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have that kind of compassion yet. <laughs> God help me. But they can. I've seen dogs walking three legs. They're fine. But she was willing to drop two grand on that dog. I said, I said, Michelle, I don't have any money for you, but in the name of Jesus, we'll come and pray for Brody next time we're there. Listen, so this is what we did. So we went there. It was, I think it was a Thanksgiving dinner or something, but we, we went there. And um, we ate dinner, and I kind of forgot about it. And by the way, who, who wants to pray after Thanksgiving dinner? We just want to go take a nap. But I remember, I said, oh, Michelle, before we leave, let's pray for Brody, right? So, and it was me, and we, all of us were there together. Levi, you, you're, I think you remember that. But we, we, I reached down, and I grabbed Brody, and everybody kind of touched me. And I said the simplest prayer, very non-spiritual prayer. I said, Lord, bless Brody. And I know, Michelle, you know, that they would pay $2,000 to have Brody's legs fixed. But if you could do a, if you could hook him up with a miracle, that'd be sweet, you know, something like that. Thank you. We go off and I think that didn't work. It's a horrible prayer, right? Two days later, my sister leaves a message. She goes, call me back right now. I'm like, what happened? I call her back and she, she was so, I've never heard my sister this excited in my life. She's like, you're not gonna believe it. Yelling, you're not, what, what, what happened? Brody's leg is fixed. Like he's walking around on all fours. He's perfectly fine. I said, what's going on? She goes, I don't know, but I'm gonna take him back to the doctor just to get an x-ray to see what's going on. Take Brody back to the doctor. The doctor looks at the x-ray. Leg is perfectly straight. I know. He said, it's a miracle, <laughs> right? And I thought, listen, if God so loved Brody. If God so loves the birds, Matthew 6, come on. And by the way, Matthew 6 is all about provision. It's all about, hey, the things that you wear, the things you need, don't worry about it. God's got it. But if God so loves the birds and the fish and the Brody's, God even loves cats, I found out. But listen, if he so loves the, those animals, how much more does he love you? How much more will he provide for you? How much more does he want to meet your personal need, your, your, your deep need right now? Come on. Isn't it true? See, that's what that story tells me. Every time I think, that's why I experienced it, because it's a, it's a testimony, as Meg said. I give that testimony all the time. It's about a little dog because it shows me how much God loves us. 
If God can do that for Brody, who doesn't have any faith at all, I don't think. He's just looking up thinking, what are you doing? I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but I'm just being obedient. I have this feeling that we're, our, we are heading into a season of miracles, supernatural signs and wonders that, that point to Jesus. The whole time I'm worshiping, I'm saying, Jesus, just take center stage. You know, just take center stage. Do what you do the best. I'm, we're sorry for getting in the way, and, you know, we, we're just, we're trying the best we can, but Lord, just be lifted up. Take center stage. So I believe that's coming. Um, I believe we're in it right now, but I think it's going to ramp up. Um, so let's jump in the bad wagon. Let's start living in that kingdom because, lastly, miracles make believers. And look at miracles are available now. And this is where we want to get to. We want to spend just a few moments in prayer for you because we've been praying for you uh, online here um, just this week and asking God to show us what we can pray for. Um, but miracles are available right now. We can ask Demand, crave, desire a miracle right now. So why wait? Look at John 11, 25 through 26, the Passion Translation. Martha, Jesus said, you don't have to wait until then. I am here. I'm the resurrection. I'm life eternal, eternal life. Anyone who clings to me in faith even though he dies, he'll live forever. And the one who lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this, Mary Martha? You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait to get to heaven. Miracles can happen now, right? See, some think that the Bible is filled with fantasy. Unbelievable stories, but not literal. Just allegories, analogies, and myths. I believe that's very dangerous. Because I believe that God really did part of Red Sea. In Moses' day, I believe the sun stood still in Joshua's day. I believe Peter literally walked on water. I believe Jesus literally fed five to 15,000 with a few loaves of bread. I believe blind eyes were literally opened, deaf ears literally made to hear, lame legs leaping for the first time, literally. And I believe Jesus died on that cross on Friday laid in a tomb on Saturday and rose again on Sunday, literally, literally. Listen, the earth shook, the veil was torn, people came out of their graves. Uncle Ned and Aunt Nedna, Edna, right, were walking around town. I mean, to me, that really happened, you guys. People want to say, well, that didn't happen. That's just a story. Hey, even if it is a story, it still builds my faith. But I believe, I believe it happened. I believe those are miracles that God says, listen, I still do miracles today. Here's the question. Is then when it comes up, do you, need, do you need a miracle? Do you need the resurrection power working you today? Do you need freedom today? Do you want the chains of addiction broken today? Do, do, do you need a resurrection miracle from Jesus? And because, listen, you have the same power that Jesus had when he rose from the grave. That power's in you. Look at Romans 8, 11. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. It reminds me of that Jeremy Camp song, if you haven't heard it, um, that, that same power that rose, rose uh, Jesus from the dead. And just as God raised Christ from the dead, he will give to your, listen, 
mortal bodies, mortal bodies, not heavenly bodies, come on, mortal. Our, our bodies right now, that's what we sing, the bodies we have right now, he'll give resurrection power to. Isn't that awesome? See, your next prayer, your next testimony, your next act of faith will be your next miracle. And I, I don't know if we have any UCLA fans in here today or Michigan fans. Man, it's been a rough week for Michigan and UCLA. But last night, uh, last night, um, if you watched it, um, UCLA played a tough game. Gonzaga undefeated. And uh, I was kind of rooting for UCLA because then it makes Michigan look better because they lost to them. But anyway, <laughs> so they're coming down and, and there's three seconds left and, and the Gonzaga car guard Suggs, I think, came down, or one of them, and uh, he threw up like a half-court shot and made it. <laughs> Gonzaga wins. My thought was this, about prayer, praying for a miracle. See, if you never take a game-winning shot, you'll never make a game-winning shot. You guys got that? If you never ask God for a prayer, if you never ask for the most outrageous miracle you've ever prayed for, how can you get it? But if you pray and if you ask, oh man, it opens up an unlimited possibility from an unlimited storehouse from heaven, from an unlimited absolute love of God into our lives. So hang tight for a few minutes. In a moment, I'm gonna have you stand and we're gonna pray through a couple things. But what, what we wanna do now is we, uh, so we believe in, in the, all the spiritual gifts if you've been here, we believe in the Holy Spirit and the spiritual gifts that he brings. That's for today. Um, and one of the spiritual gifts that he gives us, gives people is word of knowledge. What that is, is it's kind of like the woman at the well. Um, she was struggling and she was hiding behind five husbands and the one wasn't her husband. She just, she really, she just had a, she had a really hard life and she was living in shame. And Jesus didn't know her, but God did. So God says, I'm gonna speak right to your heart. I'm gonna speak to the thing that you're hiding. And that was the issue. And that, that changed her life. This is what this moment does because a word of knowledge, meaning we've been praying for you and God's giving us different words. What it does is actually the word of knowledge knocks on the faith door of your heart. So you're going to hear something like, hey, well, you'll hear them. And, and when you hear a word, I, grab it, take it, take it for yourself. There could be multiple people this is for. Take it for yourself and bring it into your faith door. Come on, bring it right into your heart. That's how it works. Is that good? Yeah. So we want to do that right now. I want to speak over you the things that God's been, been, been speaking to us. I want you to grab a hold of, of anything you hear today. And even if you don't hear it, sometimes we, we can't get everything. But I believe the Holy Spirit will speak to you. The Holy Spirit will show you something that you need. Maybe you already know it, right? Maybe like, God, I've been crying out for a miracle in this area. God hears you. Come on. There's nothing he can't do. There's nothing he won't do for his kids. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. He is willing. He is willing. If you wonder if it's God's will and it's something good that gives you life and gives you life abundantly, he's willing. That's That's right. That's what Jesus came for. So if you have your Bibles, go to Ephesians 1 real quick because I'm going to just build your faith even though already faith is so high in this room. I can feel it. I can feel you already believe for your miracle. But I just felt like God wanted me to uh, show this to you. Ephesians 1, starting with verse 19. Paul is praying for the believers. 
And he is saying this to you. God is saying this right to you right now. I pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. The incredible greatness of his power for us who believe in him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. That power that raised Jesus from the dead, the Holy Spirit, lives in you. That same power that raised him up from the dead and gave him victory over death and sin and the grave lives in you, is for you. Now he's far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. And God has put all things under the authority of Christ and made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. That's you and me, for the benefit of the church. All things under his authority, including sickness and disease and depression and oppression and anxiety, anything that is oppressing you, anything that is uh, harming you, anything that the enemy is doing to you, any attack, all things under the authority of Christ. All things. And because he lives in you, it's under your feet too. So let's believe today for what you need. Yeah, so what's the science behind it? The science is you're going to hear a word. Yep. Maybe you already hear a word, heard heard a word. And again, that that word knocks on the faith door of your heart. Now, if your heart's open, like, man, just just bring it into, through the, bring it through the faith door. And then God begins to work in you, right? He begins to do whatever he wants to do. God God is God, but, but, but it needs to go through that, that doorway. Of, of your life, but I, but I need you to know. I just need you to be open for this moment. Even a, God will use a little crack a little in your heart um, to 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 do that to do that. Right? Amen. So, um, yeah. if you can, let's just let's just let's just stand for a moment, you guys, um, because we're just gonna we're gonna very quickly. Every time you hear something, take it into your own Grab heart. It. Right? Grab it. Grab it. It's yours. Yeah. It's yours. What, Say, That's mine. What, one of the it. things we heard was discouragement. Some, somebody, many of you have been walking through a season of discouragement. I mean, a, a long season. You think, am I ever going to come out of this? Why am I so discouraged? That discourage has, has, has led to some depression, some being down. You, you're, 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 you become a little hopeless. Yes. And I'm telling you something. God yes. is breaking that today. Yes. That dis- God does not want you living in discouragement. He wants you encouraged. He wants courage in you. And so I speak to every discouraged heart, mind, soul, right now in Jesus' name. God, would you by your Holy Spirit move in their lives and change this thing. Change it, God, by the power of your spirit. Thank you, Lord. Here's something related to that that God was speaking to me right before service. Um, It could be related. It could be someone completely different. But someone here, you're receiving freedom from something that you thought you'd never be free from. Could be an addiction, could be a struggle against a stronghold. You thought you would never be free. Could be a secret sin. You thought you would never be free, but Jesus is making you free. He came to set the captives free. So take that for yourself. Take his freedom. He is pulling down strongholds in this season. I also heard a car accident injury. This could be years ago that you had an injury in a car accident and it's been bothering you. That part, that part of your body has been bothering you. 
Um, and this part could be related, or again, it could be a separate person. I heard L4. And then I found out after I heard L4, I didn't even know what that was, but apparently it's a part in your spine. I don't know where it is, but okay. Lumbar. Lumbar. Okay, lower, okay. lower back. Lower L. Back. L4. L4 lower. <laughs> okay. L4. And then I heard damaged disc in spine. So when I get these, when we get these words of knowledge, or you can too hear from God, it is something that God knows. And if God knows this, he's intending to yes. heal it. Right. He intends to heal it. That's right. why we need you to grab hold and say, that's for me. Right. right. Damaged so, so, disc, being healed. Yeah, so when we pray, like, put your hand back there if you yeah. got some L4. So, or if you know someone, say, too, that, that thank really you, struggles. Jesus. Man, they can't even get out of bed. That's so, that's so hard. God doesn't want them or you living that way. It's so difficult, yeah. you guys, to, to, to live. It's so discouraging. Yeah, so take it for yourself. Uh, right eye pain. Right eye pain. Right okay. eye pain. Being healed in Jesus' right name. Eye pain. Now here's a cool one. I had this this one came to me in a dream. I had a dream. There's a man who is excited to be married because you're wait you've waited a long time for the right one. I don't know if you That's you're, me, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, not me, okay. <laughs> it could I don't know if you haven't met her yet or if you're oh, all or if you're about to meet her. But you okay. just needed confirmation that she, uh, if you've already met her, you needed confirmation okay. that she's the one that God has for you. So he's excited. Yes. Okay. He's excited right. to be married. Awesome. Just because he's waited a long time. Right. Okay, discouragement broken. You yeah. already said that. Anxiety and depression being broken. Yes. New joy. Yes. Being New given. Joy. Your difficult, your heartbreaking season is done. Come You're on. receiving a new Come boldness on. and confidence. Right Take hold of that. Yeah. yeah grab it. You grab can clap it. for that. That's right. Uh, someone feeling weak, okay? This could be physical weakness. It could be emotional weakness. You've just been feeling very weak. Uh, the Lord is giving you strength and new energy. I love it. Um, I, I felt um, a stiffness um, yes. and, and a, a stiff neck, and then a, and it went down to the shoulder. It was actually specifically on this side, the, the right side, stiff neck and then shoulder area. Um, I was praying for the other day, so if that's you, just receive it. Just receive it. Yeah. When, we, when we pray in a moment, I want you to, whatever, lay your hands in that area. Um, God, listen, God is awesome. Yes. God is awesome. D don't, you, don't you see how excited he is to kind of get in this whole movement or get in this place right now? He, he's very excited. Th this gives him going. This proves God, right? This is a good one. Okay, these are all good. <laughs> but this is a really good one. Uh, a big boulder or a closed door almost like a brick wall has been in your way. You haven't been able to move it. Could be a stronghold in your soul or it could be a closed door to something you've been wanting to do. The barrier is now removed in Jesus' name and you are going to go forward. You're going to for go forward freely in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. This is really good too. Someone feeling a ton of pressure in this past season, a ton of pressure coming at you, against you from every direction is being released today. There's some people that oh. you need to forgive. There's some people you need to forgive. And you're going to find in that forgiving of people, you're going to find the sweetness of God. This new season is going to be great. marked by the sweetness of yeah. the Lord. Like yeah. you're the sweet spot of feeling rest, even when you're working, that your rest is, you're going to feel rested and your work will seem easier. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah 35. 
places where uh, your efforts have been fruitless before, but you didn't give up, suddenly you're going to see fruit. So, yeah, take that one. Just like Zoe. Suddenly you're going to see fruit. And I already said that one, freedom from something you thought you wouldn't be free from. So thank you, Lord. All of those things, there's more. The Holy Spirit's speaking Mm -hmm. to you, but let's let's just, let's pray. Come on, let's ask God just a few moments. What I want to do first is I want us to just um, pray this prayer. I I think this is the most important miracle. If you're here today, you've never given your heart to Jesus. The greatest miracle is having Almighty God live inside of you. It's the greatest miracle. That's where everything begins. Um, By the way, God can heal you without that, but I think this is really what we need. If you're here, you've never given your heart to Jesus and you'd say, yes, I want to, just just uh, go ahead and bow your heads for a moment. And I, I like to pray this together as a family out loud. So pray with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. And I believe in miracles. And I believe in the miracle of being born again. Jesus, be my Lord. Be my Savior. Thank you for forgiving me cleaning me and freeing my soul in Jesus' name. Amen. Now lift up your, lift up your hands like you're receiving a gift right now because these are the words that were spoken. Lord, we speak right now. And, and really just tell God in your own words, say, God, this is what you need. This is what, this is what I need. Um, just tell him. He just wants, remember, he wants you to make a demand, a bold request. These are, these are the things you need. Maybe it's you in a marriage. God, we need restoration in a marriage. Healing in bodies, Lord God. L4 is being healed right now. Necks right now and, and, um, and, and, uh, pain in the shoulder, God, right now. Touch those areas, God, right now in Jesus' name. God, we thank you for for the discouragement, for the heaviness that someone's been walking through. And I pray, God, that you would just wave, you would would just supernaturally just release them from that oppression, from that demonic attack, God, in Jesus' name. God, I thank you. I hear the Lord say he's going to visit you in the night. He's going to visit you in the night while you're sleeping. The Bible says he sings over you while you sleep. And I promise you that God's going to come in the night. He's saying this. I'm just going to come and I'm going to sing over you. And I'm going to sing away that that demonic spirit, just like David did with Saul. God's going to, when you sleep, God's going to come and rescue you. That's what I hear him say. Thank you, Lord, for doing that. Also hear jaw pain, jaw pain, like maybe from clenching your jaw. Um, It's causing headaches, but that's being healed right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And a a right hip, right hip. Right hip. um, And possibly a nerve going down your leg. We just uh, speak healing over that right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. You're a good, good father. Thank you, Lord. You know what we have need of, Lord. And so as we present a request to you, Lord, we just ask, Lord, you said to demand what is rightfully ours. And so we take what is rightfully ours from your kingdom, Lord. There's no lack in you. There's no lack of anything that we have need of, Lord. There's no lack in your heart, Lord, for us, that you you desire to do these things for us, Lord. You said, I am willing. I am willing. Be healed. Receive what you have need of. Thank you, Lord. So we just receive it from your hand, Lord. How much more do you take care of us than you take care of the sparrows, Lord? The sparrows and even the wildflowers, Lord. You take care of them, God. And so how much more will you take care of us, your children? 
Thank you, Lord. There's someone here, a single parent. You've been feeling weary. You have to take care of everybody around you. But the Father says, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to show you my faithfulness. I'm going to be strong and mighty on your behalf. I'm going to be your husband. I'm going to be the one who provides for you and takes care of you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank yeah, you for God, your love God, for your people. Yeah, thank you for the destinies being birthed here today, God. Some dreams that, that have been uh, quenched by the enemy. God, I pray that there's going to be more clarity in what God's called you to do. I thank you for that, God. And Lord, every miracle that you're going to do, I know you're doing them, God. I know that you're, you're, you're starting them today. And, and many times, God, you heal them as they go. You, you perform it as they go. And so I thank you, God, as we go, as we leave this place today, God, every miracle that happens... Let it point to you, Jesus. Jesus, take center stage in all of this. We want your name lifted high. And God, not just uh, your name lifted high, Lord, but, but in, in, in just thanking you, but also the giving of our testimony. God, when you show up in our lives, let us be bold in telling people of who you are and what you've done. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. We're honored that you are with us today please connect with us because we want to get to know you. Head to our website, getreslife.org. That's G-E-T-R-E-S-L-I-F-E dot org. And like us on Facebook, Resurrection Life Church Cadillac, for upcoming events and information and ways to connect. God bless you and have a beautiful week.